Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Overtime Buzz podcast. Uh, it's the big day, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, we definitely have a great game on hand, uh, Chiefs and Buccaneers. Um, today, it's going to be just me. Um, we got uh, we got to get this out for you guys. It's our, our biggest episode. Um, basically, going to give you a, sh- a short preview. You've heard all about the Chiefs. You've heard all about the Bucs. I mean, we've talked about them week after week um, all season. I mean, they've been Two of the biggest storylines, obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs, the high-powered offense, uh, the improving defense, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady. Um, I mean, obviously, the Bucs, you know, all their weapons, but really, Tom Brady's the story today. Um, going for Super Bowl number seven, um, he's he's coming into his, his new home stadium of Tampa Bay um, to play in the Super Bowl. First time ever that a home team um, has been in the Super Bowl in their own stadium. Um, and certainly the, the quarterback matchup could not get any better. Um, we have, you know, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady versus basically what's going to be the new goat in Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, everything I, I hear about Patrick Mahomes and, and think about him myself is these chiefs, you know, everybody loves it right now because they're, they're the new Patriots, right? So they've kind of replaced the Patriots. Everybody was sick and tired of the Patriots making every single AFC championship, every single Super Bowl. But pretty soon, in like five, six, seven years, you're going to be pretty sick of the Chiefs too. Um, you look at the way they're printing contracts. I mean, they really are. You know, they're drafting well. They have some unbelievable talent on incredibly affordable contracts. I mean, Patrick Mahomes certainly um, the, the the biggest contract ever given out in in NFL history. But um, you know, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, he'll be on a rookie contract for the next four years. Um, Damian Williams, still a solid backup running back. I mean, they have Le'Veon Bell on like league minimum right now. Um, you know, Travis Kelsey signed a ridiculously affordable contract for who is easily the best tight end in the league. I mean, his salary this year was only seven and a half million. And he, I think he was second or third in the league in receiving yards, um, finished with 1400 receiving yards and 11 touchdowns. Um, (laughs) you don't get better value than that. So um, you know, also Tyree Kill, as everybody knows, unbelievable receiver, um, made $1.97 million this year, um, finished the year uh, receiving yards of 1,200 and also had 15 touchdowns on top of it. So um, this team, they just they have the talent. I mean, Harrison Butker, one of the best kickers in the league. Um, they, you know, you're looking at Tyron Matthew. You got uh, Brashad Breland. I mean, these guys on this defense are just unbelievable. Um, and, and they're not the biggest names, but they play so well together. Um, they really are one of the most complete teams all around. And their defense doesn't have to be the best defense in the league because you got the best offense in the league. And truly, sometimes the best offense can be the best defense because it's hard to score as quickly, as efficiently, and as many points as the Chiefs do on a week-to-week basis. So, um Honestly, I, I have to say that this Super Bowl is going to be one of the best that I've seen in many years. Um, you know, I was I was really excited for last year's with the Chiefs and the Niners, mostly because it was different teams. But um, I really liked what Jimmy G brought. And, you know, he certainly hasn't been the same, but um, an unbelievable Super Bowl. And we're looking forward to seeing what the Chiefs are going to do this week. Um, hopefully they, you know, manage to pull it out tonight. Um, I don't necessarily want to see Brady get seven, but, you know, Personally, as a Steelers fan, I've always kind of hated the Patriots when I've hated Tom Brady. You know, you kind of hated him by association. But, um, you know, now it's one of those things where he's away from the system. You almost want to root for him to get seven, set the record, and kind of shove it to the Patriots who kind of shunned him away and kicked him out. So definitely can't hurt 
um, to see Tom Brady win. You know, he had a really good year. Um, you know, they have the weapons on offense that you that you could all, always ask for. You know, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, um, and, and Scotty Miller had a solid year. So um, th- this team is as loaded and as deep as you can get. I mean, Dominican Sue, Jason Pierre-Paul <laughs> on the front. Um, you know, they have pretty much everything you could ask for. Um, you know, their, their secondary is solid. Their linebackers are good. Um, you know, this team, they, they've always been kind of that, you know, above that like bottom floor with Jameis Winston. They were always kind of like in that middle of the pack, you know, if they made the playoffs, they were going to be like a five, six seed. Um, but more than anything to me, I mean, Tom Brady coming in did wonders, not only because of talent, but because of mentality, his mentality, um, is, is of a championship winning quarterback. I mean, he, he brings in that, that pedigree of winning. He knows what it feels like to win. He knows how to turn people into winners. Um, you know, he, he, he changed the locker room culture, you know, Bruce Arians being able to bring in the team that he did unbelievable job. Mike Evans has been there his whole career. They haven't won anything. I mean, he's he's one of the best receivers in the league. Um, he's I think he's the only receiver to start his first seven years of his career with over a thousand yards, and he did it. I mean, barely before he got hurt in week seventeen or sixteen. But um, you know, Mike Evans, he he's such a good receiver, and he deserved better. You know, Godwin, same way, really good receiver, fourth year in the league, finally broke through um, into the playoffs. So, you know. Tom Brady just <laughs> he everywhere he goes winning follows in the NFL. So um, you know, he's one of those guys that he just he changes the way players think, players act, players train, you know, everything because of who he is. You're gonna want to try harder for him. He makes you want to be a better player, better person. Um, you know, it's that TB12 system. You look at Antonio Brown, you know, he played um what's this 10, 10 games, right? So uh, eight games, my bad. I apologize. And he finished with 483 yards and four touchdowns as the third receiver on the team. And I mean, <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with that. You know, Antonio Brown is used to being the guy, but you didn't hear one thing about him complaining about his, you know, his field time, his, you know, routes run or his targets or his catches, because I think Tom Brady got to him and said, look, you're not number one anymore. You've been out of the league for a year and a half, two years. And you can't complain like that because, you know, you're not going to keep getting shots. And he, and he's starting to realize that. And I think he's just happier to play with a quarterback like Tom Brady than he is anything else. I mean, uh, and that's, that's how anybody would be. I mean, truthfully, how could you not want to play for that guy? I mean, he's won six Super Bowls. He's going to change your life. And he has a very good chance to change a lot of lives today by adding Super Bowl champion to their names. You know, Rob Gronkowski has won a handful of Super Bowls with Tom Brady. He probably was a huge influence on that receiving core as well. You know, it, it, it helps to have the quarterback throwing to you being a huge success. But when you also have somebody in your midst who's been a huge success, it certainly helps even more. Um, but looking forward to the game today, um, I'm really looking at, you know, kind of how Patrick Mahomes is going to handle this, this Buccaneers defense. I mean, the last time they played, you know, you watch Pat Mahomes and <laughs> Tyree Kill get out to like 200 plus yards, 10 catches and two touchdowns in the first quarter, first quarter. He finished that game with 13 catches, 269 yards and three touchdowns. And 
I'm telling you, almost all of those yards were the first quarter. I think he only had 50 yards, give or take, after the first quarter. Um, you know, that team, they got out to such a big lead, it was almost impossible to lose. Um, you know, certainly, I think the Chiefs got shut out the rest of the way in that game. Um, but the way that that game played out, I mean, you look at the, you know, the 27-24 final, the Chiefs were up 17-0 in the first quarter. And the Bucks scored, um, they scored 24 points while the Chiefs only scored another 10. So that defense really tightened up. And I'm going to be interested to see if Patrick Mahomes is able to throw for 462 yards again. Um, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was the leading rusher with 37 yards for the Chiefs. And I mean, that's not necessarily sustainable for winning football in the NFL. Um, you know, Tyree Kill, unbelievable game. I don't think you're ever going to see a stat line like that again. That's If it wasn't a record, I'd be surprised. Um, but, you know, the big thing for me is seeing how this Chiefs offense operates and how the defense works against Tom Brady this time. Um, you know, Tom threw two picks, but threw for 345 yards and three touchdowns. Um, really made the game interesting. You know, certainly Ronald Jones had a good game with 66 yards. Um, and then another a touchdown and 37-yard catch through the air. Um, Gronk had a big game. Godwin had a big game. Um, you know, Gronk over 100, Godwin pretty close. Um, but the defense, you know, no interceptions. Didn't really get to Mahomes, you know, got a couple sacks, but they really struggled pretty much the entirety of the game getting through that offensive line. Um, you know, you got to make sure that you get ahead of this team if possible. But if you're the if you're the Buccaneers, you're almost happy keeping it close through the first half um, and seeing kind of what you can do coming into the second half, unless you're leading, which obviously that's the number one priority for Tom Brady and any team that he's on. So, um, you know, it's something that the Buccaneers certainly will have to make sure of um, one to not allow Tyreek Hill to get 200 yards in the first quarter. Um, but two, to make sure you either keep it close or, you know, make sure you can fight back to the game and not give up too many too early. Um, you know, I look at kind of how the Steelers were, um, you know, <laughs> the first snap touchdown for the Browns because it went over Ben's head into the end zone. Um, <laughs> you know, interception, touchdown, interception, touchdown. Um, they were up 21 nothing, 28 nothing before anybody could blink in the first quarter. Um, and that goes back to the Jags playoff game in 2017. Um, you know, the, Ben can throw for as much as he wants and score as many touchdowns as he wants through the air. But basically all they were doing is playing prevent defense. They were like, you can score, okay, what, 42 points or something like that um, because we've already scored more than that. So um, it's just one of those things where the Bucks can't afford to get down too big um, because the Chiefs, you know, they have that experience of winning in the Super Bowl. This isn't their first time there um, where you can kind of take advantage of the fact, you know, as Tom Brady, that I've been here <laughs> more times than any quarterback in NFL history. Um, and these guys are in their first, even in their second. It's still some experience, but you look at the big names for the Chiefs. I mean, Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, um, and, you know, Lev Bell has playoff experience. But, you know, that's those three guys, Kelsey, Hill, and Mahomes are your big three. Um and for the Buccaneers, I think, you know, obviously leaning on Tom Brady and his experience, you know, that he's had two weeks to get this team prepared for the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> they 100% are absolutely ready to go. Um, no question about that. I mean, he's definitely sat down with all of his offensive players, his offensive line, his receivers, his running backs, you know, and he's gotten them in this mentality of we can win this game. I mean, we showed, um, you know, in the regular season that we can stick with this team. Um you know, certainly kind of tighten up a little bit on defense. Um, but we've shown that we can, you know, limit them to 10 points in three quarters and we can score 24 points on them. And, you know, and if the first quarter 
um, was nullified, which, you know, in a lot of cases that changes games. But if you look at the last three quarters, they beat the Chiefs 24 to 10. So um, certainly the Chiefs played with that, you know, prevent mindset and weren't really going for it because they were up 27 nothing. Uh, or I'm sorry, they were up, you know, they were up big after the first quarter. But, you know, at 17 nothing, it's one of those things where, they were kind of like, all right, let's let's just not you know run up the score too bad, but also you, you kind of have to because it was still so early in the game, and you saw that it almost came back to bite them. Um, but yeah, I think that you know Tom Brady's gonna have this team ready for this game. Um, Gronkowski's gonna be ready, obviously. I think Mike Evans is gonna be really, really amped up to win a Super Bowl. Um, certainly, like like I mentioned before, one of the best receivers in the league. You know, very very underrated. You know, when you talk about the best receiver in the league. You know, everybody's going to say D hop, you know, they're going to go with nuke. They're going to go with Metcalf. They're going to go with, you know, um, Devonte Adams in green Bay. Those are the three guys that pretty much anybody's going to point to as quote unquote, the best receivers in the league. You know, Michael Thomas fits in there, certainly with his injuries this year. Um, other guys have kind of stepped in and filled that role, but I mean, <laughs> it, it's hard to, to not put Mike Evans in there. You know, you look at his rookie year, um, over a thousand yards, right? So just a little bit, but he had 12 touchdowns. His second year, 1,200 yards, not many touchdowns. But his third year, 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. Um, two years ago, 2018, you know, 1,500 yards, eight touchdowns. Um, and even last year, 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns in only 13 games. So his productivity is there, no question. Um, it, it's some of the best productivity of any receiver in the league. Um, and he didn't have the greatest quarterbacks starting out. Um, then you saw, certainly adding Winston in there helped. Um, but Winston didn't really help that team. So um his productivity was was unmatched on this team um and really throughout the nfl being that he set that record so um i think he's gonna be pretty ready to go um and i feel like that defense you know pierre paul and dominican sue are looking to get a super bowl here um these guys want that they they're gonna have a lot of drive um but another guy carlton davis the cornerback you know um young kid but certainly is going to be looking to make an impact here um and he's going to be counted upon along with murphy bunting um, these guys are going to be playing in the in the secondary. They're going to be needed um, to to kind of step up and control Patrick Mahomes and those receivers downfield. Um, and I look for a guy like Jordan Whitehead. Um, I'm a pit guy. I'm a, a Whipio guy. I love. I've followed Jordan Whitehead since he was uh, in the Whips and went to Pitt. He's certainly going to have an impact on this game. Hard hitting safety, big guy or not? You know, not a big guy, but big player. Um, plays big is what I meant to say. Um, you know, can make an interception when needed, can defense a pass when needed. Um, and also he kind of, he rushes the passer a little bit, a couple sacks this year, um, changes game around a little bit. And I really look for him to have some sort of an impact here um, because, you know, he's not necessarily going to turn into a Minka Fitzpatrick, but he certainly is a guy that you don't want to throw near um, because he will make you pay if you make a mistake or, you know, don't throw the ball as intended. Um, so I would definitely say that the Buccaneers defense has a chance in this game. Um, and that's pretty much their biggest weapon. Um, because if, if you can control Patrick Mahomes, you know what you have on offense in Tom Brady. So, um, you know, Tom Brady can win you a game. And certainly if you take either one of these quarterbacks, you know, if you, if you pull a hundred people and you say, who would you prefer to have with four minutes down by, you know, seven points trying to tie the game or even down by three points, whichever. Who would you rather have the ball to get you the win? I guarantee you it would be pretty close to split and slightly leaning towards Tom Brady because of the bias towards Patrick Williams right now. But if I would give my vote, <clears throat> no question, Tom Brady. If there's one guy that I trusted to win a game-winning drive in the last 
three to four minutes of a game, it's him. He's done it more times than anyone in NFL history. He's more efficient at it than anyone in NFL history. And he certainly is the best quarterback in NFL history. Um, you know, he's the guy that, like you saw in Green Bay, you don't want to give the ball back to. You know, certainly that game had some flaws in terms of, you know, calling the game and kind of the game plan um, and the way that you know, Matt LaFleur and the Green Bay Packers went about it. But um, you give Tom Brady the ball with two or three minutes left, <clears throat> he's not going to give it back and it's going to end. I mean, he he knows just what to do. He knows how to, you know, find a play that's going to get you those seven, eight yards on first down, make it second and two or three. I'm going to get two shots at getting two or three yards. And on fourth down, you know, if he's allowed to QB sneak, he's generally going to pick it up. So um, to me, I like the idea of having Tom Brady out there, um, you know, late game. So the Chiefs, you know, in, in order for them to win, need to score a lot of points. They need to have a big enough lead that, you know, if Brady gets the ball last, it's not going to make a big difference in the game. You know, something like getting the ball last, you know, with, with their three or four minutes, you know, down by two scores, two touchdowns, um, you know, certainly an onside kick is always a possibility getting the ball back at, you know, the 40, but if he scores a touchdown, there's probably not a lot of time left. And if you're, if they're down, you know, by two touchdowns, they've probably called two of their timeouts um, by that point in the game, three or four minutes left. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, the Chiefs, they really have to rely on that offense and the defense. I mean, if the defense plays a, well, a good enough game, it can offset the offense having a bad game. But, you know, for me, um, I really think that those are the biggest keys towards this game. Um, Eve had sent me over his picks last night or his pick last night for this game. Um, and he took the Chiefs, um, but in a very close game, um, you know, kind of following some of the same uh, thoughts that I have about, you know, how this game is going to operate, what's going to happen. Um you know, and, and I would have to agree with him. I think the Chiefs win this game in a very close game. Um, and and I wouldn't be surprised if the Buccaneers win. But to me, I'm taking the Chiefs. I think that they're the best team in football. Um, and, and like I said at the beginning of the episode, they truly are going to become the new Patriots. And you are all going to love to hate them. They are going to be that team that makes probably seven or eight out of the next 10 or 11 AFC Championship games. Win or loss, it doesn't matter. They're making the AFC Championship game. Um, and I can see Mahomes ending his career with probably three, four, potentially even five Super Bowls. Um, you know, certainly you got to watch out, you know, with with kind of how they keep the team around him. But with a quarterback like that, you're going to build around him. You're going to pay anything you need to to keep one, an offensive line, two, a defense and three weapons, because weapons are you don't have to pay as much and get them through the draft. But, um, you know, this team is going to be around for a long time. They're better than the Buccaneers in terms of offense right now. Um, at least I feel that way. Um, you know, defensively, the Buccaneers kind of have the edge, but to me, I think that the offense is just too hard to contain consistently. And you saw it in the first quarter of their matchup. Um, you know, 17 nothing quickly. Um, I don't think that's going to happen tonight. Um, I think that it's going to be, you know, a close game kind of all the way. And the Chiefs might, you know, kind of um, edge ahead towards the end, just having too much offensive firepower. And, you know, the, the Bucs playmakers being a little too inexperienced outside of Tom Brady, but um, I, I really have a good feeling for the chiefs to win this game. Um, I hope, uh, you know, I hope to see a good game. That's kind of you know, everybody's hope. We don't want to repeat a Rams Patriots a couple years back where it was, you know, like zero points <laughs> to zero points at like the third quarter. Um, that game was kind of a joke, but, um, certainly think we're going to get one of the best Super Bowls in recent memory, um, this, this game. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, 
that's going to wrap this up for me. Um, kind of flying solo today, but wanted to get you guys some content. Um, we'll get Eve and Dante back on soon, get you guys another NHL pod, um, and get you another, you know, kind of NFL season wrap up. And I know our plan for this off season, now that, uh, you know, our journey on the NFL season's over, our, our plan is going to be definitely to cover the draft. Um, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about kind of the free agency moves, work into the draft at the end of April, um, you know, probably do a mock on, on the pod, you know, kind of like our first round, um, even our first five to 10 picks or something like that. Um, get you guys some content over the summer um, and certainly get excited for the preseason for next year. Um, you know, and obviously we're going to keep it up with, uh, with the NHL stuff, you know, certainly in the middle of a great season so far. So um, yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed the the journey of this NFL season kind of following along with us. Um, you know, definitely make sure to check out our Twitter. As we've mentioned, it's now overtime buzz. Um, but if you're following Red Zone Power Play before, um, certainly uh, it's just changed its name and logo. Um, logo is the same as on Spotify. Name is the same as on Spotify. So if you just want to look it up, give us a follow. Uh, working on live tweeting a little more during games, uh, pens games, football games, you name it. Um, and certainly we'll be live tweeting during the draft and everything like that. So, um, trying to get more content to you guys, but we really hope, um, you've enjoyed everything this season. We really thank you for listening. Um, and, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.